All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. (laughs) It was hot. It was really quite something. (laughs) Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. This is a Leo episode, people. I know how popular he has become on this show. And you're in luck if you like hearing about my hot wife experiences with Leo, because that's what's going to happen today. Before we get to that, though, we want to say thank you to Cassidy.com for sponsoring this episode of Front Porch Swingers. Cassidy is an amazing lifestyle site that is really built for networking. Whether you're looking to reach out to people in your area for a meet just the two of you or the four of you, or if you're looking to go to an event in your area, you're going to find all of those opportunities on Cassidy.com. And the best part is you can try it free for an entire month. When you go to frontporchswingers.com, our website, and click on the Cassidy banner at the bottom of the homepage. Again, that's an entire month to check out Cassidy for yourself and make sure it's the right lifestyle site for you when you head to frontporchswingers.com and click on the Cassidy banner. We hope to see you there and we hope that you have a lot of success with it like we have. So it's been a fun week. We've had a lot going on, a lot of lifestyle stuff, a lot of non-lifestyle stuff. It's just been busy, but in the best possible way. Also a lot of business stuff. We're going to give a little teaser today of something very exciting we have coming down the pipeline here. We have a, well, we have a few things that are happening within the next, well, shit, going into 2023. Just cool fucking shit i cannot wait to get all this stuff underway today is going to be pretty hectic because we got a lot of lot to do to plan for the next event but uh yeah we've been very fortunate not to mention we've had some very cool vanilla experiences that we have really been trying to make happen yeah let me just suggest if you guys are in vegas or traveling to vegas and you want to see great live music in an even cooler venue you have to go to the sand dollar yeah for sure not so they just opened another one uh, another sand dollar in the Plaza Hotel off of Fremont. That's not the original, although we have not been there yet. I'm sure it's very cool. We were at the original Sand Dollar, which is just off the strip. But it's by dive, Chinatown. Yeah. yeah, it's by Chinatown. Dive bar, but so fucking cool. What an amazing time we had watching my friend's band play. It was so much fucking fun. I, I really, we had tickets to another event that night. We blew it off and stayed there. Yeah. It was fucking, it was a blast. Worth it. It was so much fun. We had so much fun. So yeah, I mean, that was just a good example of us trying to find a little bit more balance. We weren't out with lifestyle friends. We weren't doing any lifestyle stuff afterwards. It was literally a focus on you and me and singing our faces off in a cool venue. And I'm so glad that we did that. The Saturday prior was the drag show. Fucking great time. definitely was a little lifestyle inspired because we went with Jade, who is your single lady play partner. Yeah. And you actually played with her right before we went to the drag show. Yeah, earlier that day. Yeah, we, <laughs> we had a great time. First of all, she's a blast. She is absolutely a fucking blast. And we had a really hot session just like an hour and a half before we were getting together to to go to the drag show. And the drag show was amazing. It was at the best fucking gay bar in town and so fucking nice. Everybody was so cool. We had a blast. So I got to have a hot time with her. 
we got back together, you and I and she, watched a fucking awesome drag show. Well, it was actually drag bingo, too, and she won the grand prize of the night, which was an amazing hotel package. And to be fair, I won, too. I just passed it off because- <laughs> You won shots. You don't drink shots. <laughs> not doing shots. I'm like, come on. Out of all the prizes, I mean, there were dinners, there were brunch packages, there was all this stuff, and you get the shots. I'm like, yeah. what the hell? Yeah, I just I gave it to somebody else. I'm like, yeah, we're, eh, we're not doing that. We're, we're good. Jade is a non-drinker, and you and I are not doing fucking shots no so yeah we passed on that but she did she won the grand prize which is like a weekend stay at a resort here a cabana at the pool yeah she hooked it up so that was pretty cool and then they did a drag show afterwards and honestly it was probably one of the best mini drag shows i've ever seen i mean this woman is in freaking stiletto boots that are knee high and she's doing backflips in them she's like going down into the splits i was so impressed it was a blast yeah i don't know what those boots those heels were made of but they really should they really should make (laughs) other things out of them like (laughs) bulletproof vests and maybe the space shuttle i don't know but those fucking things she was beating on those boots i was just waiting for it to give out i was i was like oh shit that's that's not gonna be good and sure enough fall into a split does a fucking backflip i was super blown away yeah i for sure thought an ambulance was being called at one point no doubt (laughs) some of the crap she was doing was so impressive and stiletto boots i can barely walk in stiletto boots let alone do a backflip no there's no way you (laughs) you would need an ambulance if you tried that shit you have no fucking coordination for that whatsoever i don't what's funny about that is i used to dance like competitively i know and i'm so uncoordinated (laughs) it's so i don't know how you did it didn't break a hip but yeah what a great time when you combine because that was a combination of like you said like vanilla and lifestyle it was just fucking fun but you and i being able to do just vanilla shit once in a while because we really need that kind of escape is it's just awesome i dig it we've done a much better job of making time for that but in addition you have been naughty like we said you played with jade right before that drag bingo and drag show and then a few days later, our friends were in town from out of state. Yes. And you and she got to spend some time together, which was very much a turn on for me. I think mostly because I'm just kind of, it's not a sexual attraction to her. I just think she's like one of the coolest people ever. Oh, listen, they are an amazing couple. And as individuals, they're just awesome people. So yes, I got a chance to see them. I went to their hotel on the strip. And had a chance to spend the afternoon with her, which is always fucking fun. She's so hot. And then we had dinner with them. Yes. Later on that night, which was a fucking great time. They're always so cool. I just love being around them. She's one of those women that you're just immediately impressed by because she dresses so chicly. (laughs) She's such a chic person in general. I'm just kind of in awe of her. I feel like she is so much more put together than I am and that I'll ever be. I aspire to be like her. Yeah, she's fucking awesome. Yeah, I want to be like her when I grow up. (laughs) Yeah, even just going out to like a local place in the arts district for dinner and she's just impeccably dressed and, you know, just really just an amazing looking woman to begin with, but an amazing person and I have a great time with that. She walks into a room and commands attention and that's a very unique quality. Yeah, well, she she has a very unique appearance in all the best possible ways. Everything from her hair to her manner of dress and to the way she carries herself, she's just stunning. Yeah, so you got to be real naughty pants. And then, like you said, we got to go out to dinner, the four of us, catch up with them. I adore them. It was a blast. I mean, just in general, we've had so much fun and so many fun experiences. I feel like we made some memories this past week, you know? Oh, for sure we did. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and also, we broke your dry spell. Finally. Oh. I hit a fucking another home run. Thank you very much. Well, 
Okay, so what's funny about this is the guy that I ended up playing with for the first time in a while was a gentleman that came to one of our past Real Hot Wives of Las Vegas events. Yes. And so I got to meet him. I think I gave him a tour of the location and we talked very briefly and I definitely was interested in him then. But I and I told him this when we actually met just a few days ago. I have never up to this point just met someone at one of our events that I've never met before and played with them at the party. Right. So despite me being attracted to him, it didn't happen then. And then when you told me who it was and you showed me a picture, I'm like, oh, okay, now I'm excited. Yeah, because I I was working on this because, you know, the last time, obviously, it did not go well. Uh, (laughs) That poor gentleman had a lot going on that he did not share with us prior to him coming to uh, to our place. So, yeah, I was a little gun shy, but I had had an experience with this person before because I met him at our event as well. I really enjoyed his company. Just a fun guy to talk to. Obviously, he's attractive, and I knew you'd be attracted to him. And we had a really good kind of energy. So I reached out and said, hey, if you're not busy and you're interested, might you want to meet us for a drink and potentially have some fun afterwards with Brenna? And of course, hit me right back. Absolutely love to do that. And this is a guy that lives 40 minutes away from where we met, showed up early, let me know that he was potentially going to be a few minutes late because of traffic. And it was actually raining that evening. Yeah, it was like almost monsoon level in certain parts of Las Vegas. Yeah. And he actually showed up early. He was dressed well and we had a great time. In fact, I think we sat there talking to him far longer than I anticipated that we would uh, before we made a decision to kind of have you guys play. So, I mean, it was just a great time. And fortunately, once again, like I said, I hit a home run. You had a great time, and uh, so did I, obviously. Yeah, we're not going to talk about that today because I've been saving up a Leo story that I'm dying to tell, but I'm really excited to share that story because he surprised the hell out of me. Yes. I was shocked by what happened when we actually got clothes off, so we'll be talking about that soon. I'm excited for that one. Yeah, very cool. And again, breaking that fucking dry spell, you've had a nightmare with some of these fucking single guys. Oh, God. Okay, well, I think we should update people because I've had a few people that reached out about the guy who canceled on me three times for work when he was just moving to Vegas and that whole situation. And you're like, give the guy another chance. Well, you know what the moral of the story is? Nobody deserves a fourth chance. No, 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 no. This guy could not have fucked up any any bigger than he has. God. Well, first of all, it's like verging on stalking. I mean, I blocked him on everything and he created a new profile on social media just to reach out out to me again because what happened was he tried to change the time for a fourth time and I was like no I'm done this is not worth my time anymore this is way more drama than it's worth I blocked him everywhere I blocked blocked him on Instagram on Twitter and via text right he creates another Twitter account to reach out to me I'm like okay this is really verging on bizarre creeper mode yeah well here's the thing all he had to do was do the right thing the first time and this wouldn't have been a fucking issue exactly you know and now he's desperately trying to get your attention which for many reasons is simply not going to work and like i told you to and you kind of passed it on to him was i i me personally i am not interested in you having anything to do with this guy so that's the end of it and i have never done that before i was just gonna say that is literally a first i mean for you to tell me no obviously i didn't want to do it anyway right but for you to say this isn't gonna fucking happen 
Yeah, that's a big deal. Yeah, I don't <laughs> care what he does or says at this point. There's because, absolutely no chance. Well, you're always rooting for these guys. You're always trying to give them the benefit of the doubt. And I think that's what people don't realize, even though we do single guy tip of the week and we kind of shit on some of the bad behavior. Well, we don't kind of. We shit on the bad behavior. Absolutely. You're still rooting for these guys to be successful because you want me to get fucked. Well, I want you to have a good time. I want us to have a good time. And I'm absolutely an advocate for the single guys in this space. And I, I want them to fucking win. You know, I really do. And like anything else, though, you have to want it. And if you're not prepared to do the absolute basics, and I do mean the basics, you don't deserve to be successful in this space. And for that matter, in any walk of fucking life, you've got to do the basics. You got to do the right thing, especially when you're talking about being involved in someone else's relationship because that's what this is you know you're being invited into other people's intimacy and into their relationship just step up it's not complicated well and take it seriously i mean this is clearly a guy i get the sense now looking back on some of these conversations that this is a really attractive man who's really used to women wanting him and is really used to getting his way and not having to put in a lot of effort and he just takes it for granted and that's I guess okay in certain circles. It's not going to work in the hot wife world. That's for damn sure. No, absolutely. Well, look, once again, there are a lot of single guys who want to be in this space. Now, some for the right reasons and some for the wrong, obviously. But you can be as attractive and as you want to be. You have to have the whole fucking package because there's a lot of guys out there who are also attractive, who also fucking get it. So if you don't get it, your looks are not going to carry you all the way through. Yeah, for sure. I would so much rather be with a guy who's like a seven, but super cool than with a 10 who stands me up constantly. I mean, that's just logic. Uh, yeah. And it's really unfortunate because I think... <sighs> We talk about this fairly often, at least to other people, not necessarily on the show, but we don't make it complicated. I don't try to complicate your fucking life. If I am reaching out to you and I'm communicating with you as a single guy with the intention of having all of us meet and then you potentially playing with this person, I am not overly complicated. I mean, honestly, it's very fucking simple. Oh, you make it so easy on these guys. But I also think that's part of the problem. I really do. I think us having so few boundaries and so few rules and being so easygoing, sometimes guys take advantage of that. And I think this was a perfect example of that. Now, I, I want to get to single guy tip of the week because this was not single guy tip of the week. No. I want to talk about something that has happened multiple times recently and I could not be any more annoyed and turned off by this okay it is guys thinking that they're providing me with a compliment but it's really a backhanded compliment okay well yeah that this goes along with first of all know your fucking audience and if you don't know that what you're about to say is not going to be well received you probably shouldn't fucking say it. well i think they think it's going to be well received which is the problem right. so let me provide a couple of examples recently a guy reached out to me and he was being very flirtatious and everything was going well at first we're just kind of chatting back and forth and he says you're really cute and i said thank you and he goes i truly believe a woman can be both chubby and beautiful that's what he says to me. Yeah, that see, that's the perfect way for you to never get laid. I was like, listen. 
listen, there's nothing wrong with being called chubby. I mean, I'm far from thin, so I am self-aware enough to understand that. But do you need to say it? And also, do you need to say those two things in conjunction? Like, why are you telling me that you think I'm chubby and cute at the same time? Just tell me I'm cute. Yeah, like you've got to add some validation to it somehow, you know, or or some kind of a background to why you're saying someone's cute. Just say they're cute and leave it at that. I literally asked him, were you betting against yourself in this conversation? I mean, were you trying to make sure that I never want anything to do with you? No, 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 no. I was just saying, you know, I'm I'm into thicker women and this and that. I said, nah, like nothing you say at this point is going to change my mind. You shot yourself in the foot. Another one I get a lot and it's happened a lot recently, which is interesting. Maybe I need to, I don't know, change my moisturizer or something. But I've had a couple of guys recently say things like, you look so good for your age. (laughs) Like, I asked one guy, I'm like, okay, I'll bite. How old do you think I am? He's like, I don't know, probably 37. <laughs> I said, I would look good for 37, but I'm 32. Yeah. Once again, it's there are certain things that guys just should never do. And not just in this space, by the way. If you're a single dude at all and you're in the dating circle, vanilla or otherwise, look, this is the basics. You don't discuss a woman's age and you certainly do not discuss her weight or anything about it unless you're complimentary in every fucking imaginable way. Well, I think guys, yeah, even guys that are far less egregious than these two examples, I'll have guys say things like, "Mm, I'm just so into, you know, bigger women or I'm so into thick women, those types of things. Like, you don't need to say that. Just tell me I'm cute and let's move on from it. I don't like people commenting on my body or anything about me really without you know, some level of familiarity. I just think that's a weird way to try to get someone's attention. Now, I did have this conversation with a woman and she told me that one of her male best friends does this with women on purpose. It's some sort of like, like a hookup tactic. You know, the guys that do like the um, hookup artist shit. No. Okay, so there was like a movement, I don't know, 15 years ago, that was like all of these loser dudes that were buying courses from hookup artist people. How did I miss this fucking train? They were guys that were literally teaching men how to hit on women and get them into bed. And one of the tactics, according to this guy, was providing a backhanded compliment. Because it makes women feel vulnerable and therefore they'll try to work harder for your attention. If that's actually what ha- is happening, that is the most disgusting shit I've ever heard in my life. Well, look, the idea that you're going to provide a backhanded compliment to someone in an attempt to get them to feel bad about themselves so that you somehow seem more interesting to them is fucking stupid. It's also the most predatory shit I've ever heard in my life. Because listen, I have high self-esteem. I know that I am thicker. I, I'm very self-aware of my body and I like myself, but I could totally see how a woman who doesn't feel that great about herself might cling on to something like that. And that's horrible. Yeah, that's fucking insane. It really, I, I didn't wasn't aware that was a thing, but yeah, just don't do that. Don't fucking do that. Yeah, I almost didn't have words for how gross that that is. So single guy tip of the week. If you are trying that pickup artist bullshit, Don't do it. It doesn't work in the hot wife lifestyle. It's never going to work with the vast majority of women. I'll say that much. And if that's not your intention, if you're just saying this and you're not thinking about it, stop 
commenting on women's bodies and their looks without just being complimentary. Say they're cute, say they're pretty, and then move the fuck on. Well, Don't say more. The one thing I'll say about this, which I find very interesting, because these guys are, those are guys who clearly don't get it. If you're one of these guys trying that backhanded, weird psychological bullshit that you think is going to work, and you're doing that in this space, you're really pissing in the wind. Because women in the lifestyle, in my opinion, and this is just my opinion, absolutely appear to me to be far more confident than your average vanilla woman because of the attention that they get and the fun that they have and the empowerment they feel by being desirable. Well, so, they also have a partner that can see through that shit. Well, of course, there's you've got the backup. In the vanilla dating world, I could see where potentially that some women, unfortunately, might fall prey to that bullshit. But in this space, highly unlikely that that's going to work. In fact, you're going to become a fucking pariah and be just blacklisted. Yeah. You know, it's bizarre. I don't understand that weird behavior. So that is my single guy tip of the week. So I want to move on to our announcements. We have a lot of them. We are right oh. now planning. Actually, not even planned. It's done. For our next event in Denver, which is November 4th and 5th, it's a multi-day event, much like they are in Denver because it's an amazing spot. This is different. This is black tie, evening gown, five-course plated dinner, live entertainment, burlesque show, valet. We have really pulled out all the stops for this, and I cannot fucking wait for it. The rooms, unfortunately, are already booked. We haven't even announced it publicly yet. We have let our friends know and, and folks in our uh, Patreon group and our Telegram group, and the rooms are booked already. So there will be tickets available, but it is limited, and I love it. I, I am so excited to do smaller, really curated high-end events. Same. I am so excited. I mean, we haven't really seen something exactly like this in the lifestyle up to this point. It's been either ridiculously over-the-top expensive or it's your normal takeovers and those types of things, which is fine. But to have something that is accessible to a lot of people but still very high-end and luxurious, I am so excited to do this. Yeah. In fact, we are already working on spring, potentially, uh, in another state. I can't wait to fucking work on that one. I'm so fucking excited. These are the things that get me going because I get to get back in the kitchen. I am going to be able to do the things that I enjoy doing when it comes to hosting events. And I'm fucking pumped. I can't wait. Yes. So stay tuned. Yeah. And the, the second one that we're planning for in the spring is in a state we have never hosted in before. That's a hint. We're not going to give this state away right now. No. But we have never hosted there before. And we have so many people that reach out and ask us about it. So that'll be really exciting. Yeah, I can't fucking wait. And the people coming to this event, the 4th and 5th, some of our closest friends, I'm just excited to have them. Some have already been to this venue. Some have not. Uh, I'm just pumped to be able to have folks experience this. I can't wait. Same. So if you want more information on that, it's going to be available at members.frontporchswingers.com in just a couple of days. So watch for that. Yeah, hopefully today as we're recording this. So I got to say, the story that we're going to tell today, I'm very excited to tell, partially because Leo has become a really big part of our show. People reach out constantly about him. I think some people think that he lives in Vegas. So we we get emails all the time that are like, oh, we're coming to Vegas. Can you hook us up with Leo? And guess what? He doesn't live here. So no, I can't. But yeah, he's been a popular man on this show. Now, I will say I'm going to talk very candidly today about some things that happened during this play session and 
kind of following the play session. And the reason I want to do that is because I think it's important for us to be genuine in telling these stories. Not all of it is always rainbows and butterflies. It's super freaking hot. Some of the details are amazing. But there were some kind of red flags and some things that I really needed to think about moving forward, too. So we're going to talk about all of that shortly. Yeah. Listen, there's always the possibility that some emotions and weird shit comes up, especially when we're talking about playing with regular play partners, as you and I routinely do. And, you know, so I'm not entirely surprised that these issues or concerns have arisen, but still, nonetheless, super fucking hot. And I'm excited to hear the story. Yes. So we're going to talk about that soon. But first, we want to say thank you to the partners of the Front Porch Swingers podcast. New sponsor alert. Support for today's episode comes from True Classic. This brand new sponsor has the absolute best fitting t-shirts a man can buy. Finding the right t-shirt with a little bit of a dad bod is incredibly frustrating. Most t-shirts are either way too tight on your gut or look way too big and boxy. You're not in high school anymore and it's time to upgrade. True Classic has already helped over 2 million men get a better fit at an affordable price. Our listeners get access to the best deal they offer. For a limited time only, get 25% off with the code FPS at trueclassic.com. Yeah, guys, let me tell you, I've been wearing True Classic t-shirts now for a long time. They're the only t-shirts actually that I wear, and it's just super convenient and awesome that they have jumped on with us and become our sponsors. I'm so excited about it. And they're so soft that you can't keep your hands off me, which I love. And a lot of times people are just blown away at how well they fit and really how they feel. I feel amazing in them. I'm not really a uh, kind of a down dressed guy for the most part, but they make me feel really good and they fit so well that I can wear them with just about anything and feel awesome. I know I find myself petting you all the time when you're wearing them because they're so soft. And honestly, usually super soft t-shirts like that are ridiculously expensive. And True Classic has very affordable t-shirts. Yeah, listen, they're amazing designs. If you're a guy who likes to wear t-shirts, having a hard time finding something that fits or really makes you look good, this is the way to go for sure. Yes, and if you guys want to see what they look like on Brian, we posted them on our Instagram and Twitter for you to give an idea on the fit. And we just think it's about time you learn how to dress yourself properly. Upgrade your wardrobe with True Classic. Get 25% off at trueclassic.com with code FPS. Free shipping included on purchases over $100. 100% risk-free guarantee with a 30-day return policy. Stay classy with True Classic. Your dad bod will thank you. This episode of Front Porch Swingers is brought to you by Dipsy. Are you feeling anxious, especially after a long day? Well, Dipsy has a great solution for you, which will allow you to just focus on your own erotic pleasures and clear your mind. Dipsy is an amazing audio app full of short, sexy stories designed by women and for women. What I love most about Dipsy is it really doesn't matter what your desires are. You're going to find stories that match with that. They have kinky stories. They have stories about threesomes, about that old college fling, or even your college professor. There are so many different ways to get lost in their stories. And the best part is you can try it free for an entire month. For listeners of our show, Dipsy is offering a one-month free all-access pass when you go to dipsystories.com FPS. That's 30 days of all-access when you go to Dipsy. D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash F-P-S. That's dipsystories.com slash F-P-S. 
This episode of Front Porch Swingers is brought to you by our friends at Promescent. We are constantly on the lookout for the best sexual wellness products out there because we use a lot of them, and a lot of you reach out and ask us which ones we recommend. I honestly haven't found better ones than Promescent, especially with their massage oils. I love giving massages, I love receiving massages, and I have kind of become a little bit of a massage oil snob. Some of them get so sticky or they dry out really quickly or they stay freezing cold no matter how much you try to warm them up. Permescent has really high quality massage oils with high quality ingredients. They're also incredibly body safe, which is another thing people like me with sensitive skin have to really be concerned about. Permescent offers a ton of different products, though. It's not just their amazing smelling massage oils. They offer some of the most high quality condoms, lubes, and other products on the market. So go check them out for yourself today by heading to promescent.com. That is P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T dot com to check out the best sexual wellness products on the market. So you've probably heard about microdosing. If you search around a bit on the internet, you'll find all sorts of people are using microdosing to feel healthier and perform better. Microdosing for me, game changer. Lumi Labs has absolutely provided me the opportunity to recover better from my workouts and for sure sleep. I have never really gotten a full night's sleep before, certainly not restful, and this has absolutely changed that for me. I used to lay awake at night. I'd wake up about 2 a.m. I'd toss and turn. I'd get up, I go on the couch and I was always so tired the next day. And now I take microdose gummies before I go to bed and I sleep the entire night. It's so crazy. I feel so much better. And those reasons and so many others are why we recommend you try microdose gummies by Lumi Labs for yourself. Microdose is available nationwide. And to learn more about microdosing THC, go to microdose.com and use our code FPS to get free shipping and 30% off of your first order. Links can be found in the show description. But again, that's microdose.com and use code FPS for 30% off and free shipping on your first order. So this will be an interesting story. I honestly haven't really thought out exactly what all uh, this is going to look like because it's been kind of an interesting ride with myself and Leo. Now, granted, every time I play with this man, it is fucking fire. A, because we have amazing sexual chemistry. B, because he has a giant cock. And C, because we just have fun together. I mean, this story, I think, will highlight how fun and silly he and I can be when we're naked together, <laughs> which doesn't happen that often, I don't feel. Well, like anything else, now that there's a really just this familiarity between the two of you and this relationship that's formed and, you know, this connectivity... Obviously, other things are going to creep in, right? I mean, it's just normal when you spend enough time around people. Well, you and I have been talking a lot lately about kind of, I would say the one major downside to having regular play partners is you can become overly comfortable, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like you get to a place where you feel like you can kind of say whatever you want and you can act however you want and it's you're not going to have consequences because that person cares about you. And I, we've experienced that several times in the lifestyle. This is not the first time by any means. I think it's a really normal part of having friends with benefits. It's, it's almost you have to almost expect it really well yeah because it's a complacency thing right like anything else you get comfortable you feel like you can say certain things that you wouldn't say to proverbial stranger and so yeah you kind of and it also makes you vulnerable right it becomes a, a level of vulnerability involved when you have that closeness with someone 
Yeah, absolutely. So let's break it down. So Leo, for those of you who have not heard a Leo story before, Leo is a play partner I have that lives in California. He tries to get here about once a month to hang out with me, or at least has for the last few months. And we have this amazing sexual chemistry. I mean, it's so fun. Every time I have played with him, there is some point in the interaction where we just burst out laughing. And we have become really good friends and we've really enjoyed our time together. This particular time he was driving in and he didn't let me know he was coming until about two days before, which is fine. I understand he has a crazy schedule, but we actually had something planned already that evening. We did. We had dinner with a wonderful single lady that we really like a lot. Uh, Not a play partner at this point, just a friend. Yes. And so we had to kind of schedule around that. And I let him know ahead of time that I would have limited time as a result of that. And he said, no problem. I'm going to get there as soon as I possibly can. Super early check in as, as early as I can. And that way we'll have several hours together. He doesn't end up showing up until like two hours past when I thought he was going to. (laughs) So that was kind of, you know, that was maybe strike number one a little bit. I mean, you get stuck in fucking California traffic and stuff. It happens. But again, I had very, very limited time in all of this. So you dropped me off at his hotel. I brought a little bag with me that had a few things in it, including a piece of lingerie. I actually waited for a little bit because there was a line for him to check in. So I was kind of just like walking around the casino floor and just looking at all the different restaurants and stuff in there. And then he finally texted and said that he was going to jump in the shower. He was going to leave the door kind of cracked and for me to just kind of walk in. So it's exactly what I did. The door was cracked. I opened it. I walk in. He's in the shower just jumping in. And it's it was so funny. He literally jumped out, toweled himself off. I'm like, no, 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 do your thing. He's like, oh, no, absolutely not. Comes over and gives me this huge bear hug naked with his amazing cock just flopping all over the place. I was like, well, this is a good way to start a play session. Yeah, listen, the bottom line is you are a fan of Leo for sure. But you're really a fan of his cock. Let's be honest. Uh, it's a really pretty cock. It's so nice. You know, this is going to sound terrible, but there are some cocks like when they get that big, they're kind of scary to look at because they get kind of veiny. And, you know, this is just like a perfect cock. I don't know how else to describe it. No, that's pretty much it. You hit a nail on the head. That's what you said. <laughs> so he comes over and gives me a hug. He's like, you know, you hang out for a minute. I'm going to clean myself up. I said, absolutely. So I had brought a little piece of red lingerie with me and I changed into that while he was in the shower. And I love this piece of lingerie. It's the one that looks kind of like a sexy little apron. It ties around the waist and then it just makes my tits look really nice because it has all these ruffles around the tits and it just highlights them. I don't know. I feel like a fucking sexy bitch in this thing. I love that thing. So I changed into that. He comes out and it is not even 10 seconds of him being in the room. We we had a few pleasantries back and forth. And then he was like, OK, you need to come over here and suck my cock. And I was like, fuck, yes. He grabs a pill off the bed, puts it on the ground and literally- oh, you're on your knees. Yeah, told me to get on my knees on the floor. He literally did the like come here motion with his finger mm-hmm. once he put the pillow down. Also a huge turn on because one of the reasons I love playing with Leo as much as I do is this is a man who knows how to take control and command of a situation. So I will also say I'm literally sucking his cock. I'm mid putting my mouth onto his cock and he's like, how much time do you have? <laughs> I'm like, well, not a ton because you were late by two hours. Right. And meanwhile, I am, I believe, already on my way to meet our friend. Yes, you were. So I was kind of sitting with her and, and having a drink with her before you ever got there. I didn't want her to wait by herself. 
Right. So I'm sucking his cock. I tell him I don't have that much time. He's like, okay, we're going to make the most of it. So I started really slow. I like the idea of this really kind of methodical cock sucking at first because there's a lot of different ways you can go with it. If you go straight into face fucking as hard as you possibly can, it's really hard to dial it down from there. You we're know also what I not going to last this long. He's not? Well, he has a lot of staying no. power. No. <laughs> I mean, from your perspective, that's going to wear you out pretty quickly. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So I liked that. I liked that I started a little bit slow. I was kind of gripping on his balls a little bit. There was one point when I had one hand on each of his thighs and was kind of using that to just hold myself in place while I was sucking him. And his leg muscles are like rippling under my hands because he's so fucking built as I'm just going back and forth on this cock. And then I start choking on it. And then he takes one hand and puts it on the back of my head and starts the face fucking. And I loved it so much. Here's the reason I love it. Because he is understanding of the fact that he's massive. Right. Okay. Guys that are 10 inches, you're not going to get your entire cock down my throat without me fucking dying. Right. You know Probably. what I'm saying? Like, you have to be aware of that if you're that large. Right. And so he's very aware of that. He's aware that, yes, he can face fuck me. Yes, I can take it at the back of my throat. I don't really even have a gag reflex at this point. So I'm all good there. But he understands that he's not going to get that entire thing in my little mouth. Well, it's also not like you're just going to go right to it. You got to work up to that. Right. Yeah, for sure. But there was one point where it was like... Like at the back of my throat, he says to me, can you take a little bit more? And I just smile, like not even smiled. My eyes smiled up at him. Right. I, I'm sure I had this glint in my eye of like, well, let's fucking try. I can't say anything because his cock is in my mouth. Yeah, mouthful of cock. You're not, there's not a lot for you to say. <laughs> yeah, it's really difficult to talk when you have a 10 inch cock in your mouth, in case anyone was wondering. <laughs> it's that whole thing of don't talk with your mouth full. I can't talk with my mouth that full. So no. anyway, he asks and I kind of glint up at him and so he sticks his cock more down my throat but it's like slow slowly pushing more of his cock down my throat to the point that i felt like i was gonna fucking swallow it it was hot hot it was hot i loved it nice. <laughs> so <laughs> so that went on for quite a while i sucked his cock for a while then at one point he commands me to get up and lie on the bed which I fucking love. I love this intent he has. Leo understands the effect that he has on me and he uses that to his advantage during these play sessions. And that's one of the reasons I think he's such a great lover because he is intelligent enough to understand how to do that. I don't think a lot of people are. Well, also, it comes from having that experience with the same person over and over. I mean, you've already kind of determined the the limits and, you know, the boundaries, so to speak, as, as, as far as your play goes. He knows exactly how far to push and where to push. Well, and what is going to make sense in the moment? Because there's a lot of guys, especially very aggressive men, where it's like they want to test the limit just for the sake of testing the limit. Right. Not because it's going to add to the eroticism or because it's going to like mentally fuck with me, which I love, or because it's going to tease me. They don't have a, a purpose with what no. they're doing. It's just like, oh, I'm just going to see how much she's going to let me do. And I've been with guys like that in the past, and it almost always happens that I never fuck them a second time. Well, yeah, because they're, they're taking no interest in what it is that you genuinely need or want from that experience. It's really just kind of this 
aggro behavior without understanding the nuances of what it is you're looking for. It's taking control without deserving control. Right. I guess that's what it is. Right. So with Leo, it's like he gets this look on his face. He commands me with this tone in his voice. He has a pretty deep voice anyway, but when he gets this gravel tone to it and tells me, now get up and lie on the bed. Put your you know pussy at the edge of the bed. And I was like, oh my God, that's hot. So of course I did it happily. I lay on the back. I have my ass to the very, very edge of the bed and he starts going down on me. And when Leo eats my pussy, it is like he is truly trying to eat it. It's almost as if it's like smeared in whatever his favorite food is. Right. And I love that for multiple reasons. A, because it feels great. Of course, you're getting a lot of the different erogenous zones on the pussy when you're doing that. But in addition, like we've said many times before, I love the enthusiasm when it comes to pussy eating because there's a lot of guys that don't really like it. And I would rather you not do it at all. Yeah. It's like anything else. I mean, if you're just phoning it in, save me the fucking trouble exactly not interested i listen there's not much more i enjoy than licking pussy let's face it yeah we all know so yeah (laughs) literally everyone listening to this show right now knows (laughs) yeah so if you know i'm not just checking you know when i punch in i go to work i'm not just phoning it in and and i appreciate people that don't do that well he was not phoning it in he was eating it like it was his last meal and it felt freaking amazing and still very aggressive motions i mean there's one point where i feel like i'm kind of getting ready to come i'm i'm at that edge and my legs start to shake and so naturally i'm trying to bring them closer together just because that's what i do when i'm orgasming a lot of times almost like i'm trying to squeeze harder and he pushes my legs further apart almost pins them to the bed like frog style you know yeah where they're bent and he just has one knee in each hand and he's just forcing my legs down while he's continuing to devour my pussy and when I finally had an orgasm it was literally like it went through my entire body a shockwave through my body and it was everything combined right it was the fact that it was Leo and it was the fact that he does so well at eating my pussy and the aggressive motions and all of that together just felt fucking electric to me in that moment yeah and I'm sure for for him much like it is for me when that is the reaction you get from your partner by especially doing something that you truly enjoy doing to them physically it just sets the tone for me the other thing I love about Leo, and I think I've talked about it literally every time I've shared a story about him, but it is truly impressive, is this man comes prepared. He has a Ziploc bag. He actually has two Ziploc bags. One is condoms and one is all of the other extras. He has two bottles. One is green and one is, I think, white. And the green one is like coconut oil, which he uses kind of for foreplay because... Guys, coconut oil is not condom safe in case anyone was wondering. A lot of people use it it as lube. You fucking shouldn't do that if you're using condoms. So he uses that as like his foreplay lube, right? Like, for example, if he's stroking himself and I'm licking his balls or something, he'll use that. But when it actually comes time to play, he uses the white bottle of lube. So anyway, I just like that he's prepared. Both bags are sitting out right on the bed, right by us, ready to go. So he rips out a condom, pulls out the the lube and enters me on top and (laughs) the sounds I make I'm now very aware of them ever since you watched Leo and I together yeah when he first enters me I let out this squeal because it is painful because he is fucking huge well you maybe do or do not know this but you did the same thing the other night when you were with our new friend 
You could hear it? Of course. Absolutely. Oh yeah, because, gosh. spoiler alert, I was in the house when this play session was going on the other day, and I could absolutely hear you. I knew instantly when it went from him going down on you and you sucking his cock to him entering you. I, I knew I heard it immediately. Yeah, it's almost like a, ah, but yeah. like louder. <laughs> yeah, yeah, instantly. <laughs> like a little scream almost, because it is, it is this painful moment, but... It's worth it to get to the next few moments after that because it's like, yeah, you have this instant kind of physical reaction to a freaking 10 inch cock entering you. But then once he starts to pump and slowly gets deeper and deeper, all of a sudden it's like, oh, my God, he's hitting all of the spots at once. And it feels amazing. The Again, Leo's also a man that understands how big he is. He understands that he can't just ram into me without sending me to the fucking emergency room. Right. <laughs> So he does a nice job of that kind of first push in and then taking it slow and just moving his hips back and forth. And again, he's such a beautiful man to watch fucking me. I love when we are able to look at each other during sex because it is it's intense because he's fucking hot. And sometimes I find myself while he's fucking me being like, whoa, this dude is this hot and he wants to fuck me? Wow, I'm, I feel fucking special. Yeah, Same I, thing with you, though. Well, I need to talk to him about that, too. I, you're not the right person for me to ask. I can't talk to you about it because you're, you're just, you're jaded. I need to talk to him about how that makes him feel. Because I got to say, my regular single gal play partners are very much that way when, you know, when I'm on top and they're staring at me and they'll comment about how I look. And it makes me so uncomfortable comfortable. Does it really? It's so uncomfortable. And I don't know what to do with that in that moment. Oh. You know what I mean? It's so... It, it, is it, it really, because you don't see yourself as sexy or what is it's it? fucking 100%. So I don't know what to do when that happens. So I need to ask him what, like, what goes through his head. Well, all of your play partners are ridiculously hot fucking people. And if they're telling you that you're sexy, it means you're sexy. Just Listen, saying. I've said this before. It's my charm. I don't, it, yeah. it's, you know, okay. that's just a way. Trust it me, it's not. <laughs> no, it is. Smart ass. Trust me, it's not your charm. <laughs> <laughs> Real smart ass. For somebody so little, you're really quite cocky. <laughs> I'm telling you, it makes me uncomfortable. I don't know what to do with it. So I got to, it's really, I got to figure it out. I think it feeds his ego because as soon as I start telling him he's sexy or there'll be times where I'm like rubbing my hands up and down his arms and they're really muscular and they're always kind of rippling while he's fucking me. And I'm always like, oh my God, I love your arms. They're so sexy. So I don't know. I don't think it throws him off. It certainly doesn't seem to, but. Well, listen, we even, we had a picture the other night when you and I were at the concert and then I got a text message from my single gal friend, Susan, and I sent her the picture, almost like a cheers picture. And the first thing she said to me was, oh, I, I just love the way your body looks in that shirt or whatever. I'm like, oh, that just, it makes me feel so weird. I have no answer to that. <laughs> the answer is thank you. Yeah. I just, it's just odd. <laughs> You're so you know? neurotic. Okay. I know, well, anyway, <laughs> I don't think Leo's as neurotic as you. I think it feeds him. And the, the reason I think that is because I remember very distinctly during this play session, he's on top of me. He's fucking me. I'm running my hands up and down his arms. I'm telling him how sexy he is. And like, he gets this look on his face. He smiles down at me and then he starts pushing further inside of me and picking up the pace, almost like he was motivated by 
by me telling him he was sexy, which I fucking loved. I love how he and I can feed off of each other so much like that. And again, there was this moment while he's fucking me on top. I had, I think I had just come, so I was a little bit kind of fuzzy. I don't even remember what I said, but whatever I said made him literally laugh out loud. He's inside of me and he just bursts out laughing. And then I start giggling and he's like, stop it. We're fucking, you're not supposed to be laughing. But- and I was like, oh, I'm sorry. And then of course, once that happens, you can't stop laughing because that's all you think about is not laughing. Well, you can't. You said something awkward, I'm sure. Oh, 100%. that's just who you are. I'm a fucking weirdo. Yeah. I, I think what it happened was he made me come so hard that whatever came out of my mouth made no sense whatsoever. Yeah. And so he just burst out laughing. But for the next like five minutes, he's fucking me on top. And I'm one minute I'm moaning and the next minute I burst out laughing again. Again, one of those things that can really only happen with someone you're really comfortable with because for sure. most guys in that situation would pull out and it would almost kind of ruin the moment. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, listen, I 100% know because when that something like that happens, like I said, like if I'm being complimented while I'm in the midst of fucking somebody, it can really fucking throw me off unless it's someone I'm super comfortable with. In which case, I just kind of try to bypass it and don't think about it and just continue doing what I'm doing. But if it was a <laughs> new play partner or something, it, it throws me off. You're such a weirdo. Okay, yeah. so anyway, <laughs> that went on for quite a while. Then, of course, he wants me to flip over. Leo always grabs a pillow to put under my hips to fuck me because one of the reasons for it is because sometimes we get fucking so hard that I literally can't stay up on my arms and on my legs. Right. If I'm on all fours and I'm getting fucked like doggy style, it's almost impossible for me, especially with him, how big he is and how hard I come from him fucking me in that position. I will literally collapse. So he puts the pillow under my hips, angles me up. And again, I've said this many times, if you have a really big cock, you can't just go straight in. It can't be like a totally perpendicular thing, right? right. You have to have an angle. So I arch my hips up. He enters me from behind. He's grabbing onto my ass. He's spanking me a little bit. And from there, shit gets rough. I mean, we are dirty talking to each other. I'm telling him, this is your pussy. Fuck your pussy. And he's like, that is my pussy and I'm going to use it. And I'm like, yes. And it was just, it was raunchy as hell. And I loved it so much. In fact, there have been times since that moment, just that visualization of him fucking me hard from behind and saying all sorts of dirty things to me. I've used that as like spank bank material since it happened. Well, let me say also, based on what you just said in terms of him knowing, obviously, how to how to perform properly, uh, given how you guys, how often you guys play. When we had our friend over the other night, and he left. And of course, you and I were instantly naked again. I knew that the session you had had with him, other than the fact that I could hear it, was awesome. Because as soon as you and I got in the room, you put the pillow under yourself. Yes. So I knew that that had just happened. Yeah. And that you were also completely exhausted from having just gotten <laughs> fucked that way. That's like a telltale sign for me. If you grab the pillow and put it underneath yourself, I know that what happened prior was impressive and that you were worn out by it. <laughs> now I'm going to be a lazy bitch and you're just going to fuck me. That's what that move is. <laughs> yeah, it's like I have just been worked like a summer job and uh, just just bang me. I'm just going to lay around this pillow. Yeah. Pretty much is what happened. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. So, okay, so that went on for quite a while and then we stopped and we were just kind of like laying next to each other. We were looking at the time a little bit. This is where one of the weird moments creeped in though and I want to hear your thoughts on this. Okay. okay. So we're laying there and he's like, you should take your lingerie off. And I was like, I don't want to take it off. I look fucking great in it and 
I feel good in it and I don't want to take it off. He's like, well, I don't really like this piece of lingerie, so I'd like if you didn't wear it next time. Okay. I was kind of taken aback. And listen, if Leo's listening, I adore you. Please know that this is just a conversation regarding something that happened and I've been thinking about it since. But I didn't really like it. Well, uh, let me say this. This kind of goes to what we talked about earlier in the show. Things you say matter. Now, you guys are more comfortable, obviously, with each other than some rando dude who's making stupid comments on a dating profile. But part of becoming comfortable and complacent in some instances and familiar is you will sometimes say or do things that you would not ordinarily say or do to someone with whom you've just met because you have this level of comfort with them. Right. He probably thought that you were just going to be okay with that because of your relationship. And what a lot of guys I think fail to realize is, and I, and I say this from someone who, as I just explained, it can easily happen to. I can be taken out of a moment very fucking quickly. And for sure, gals that I know certainly can. And I am always very cautious with anything that I say or do that might, if I think it's going to throw them off in any way, I'm simply not going to say it or do it. So you really got to kind of pay attention to that. It's also tact. It's about having oh, 100%. tact. 100%. If you don't like something I'm wearing, saying I don't like that is not the right way to handle it. Saying something like that piece that you wore last time was I've been thinking about it since the last time I saw you. Something like that makes me go, okay, this is the type of thing he likes to see me in. So next time I'm going to cater to that. Yeah, this piece is okay, but I really like that black piece of lingerie you had on when we were together at such and such a time. I'm such a sucker for you in a black teddy. It drives me crazy. Something like that. You know what I mean? Like there are say. nice and tactful ways to say things. So yeah, I think that's one of those instances where there is a little bit more familiarity and a comfort level there that I'm not 100% comfortable with. Yeah. And so we've talked about it since and, you know, it, we've smoothed things over. But I did think that was important to mention because, like I said, we always talk about, oh, you know, regular play partners are so amazing. We love building these connections. There are downsides to it. And yeah. I think it's only fair to highlight those two. And this is one of them. No, there's no question. There's... There's a positives and negatives and, you know, pros and cons to all of this type of stuff. And that certainly could fall into the con category for sure. That that level of complacency, it, it can really throw you off. So I didn't let it throw me too much. I kind of laughed it off and I was like, you know what? I'm going to store this away. We're going to talk about it later. I'm not going to let it spoil what has been an incredibly hot session. So I leaned over. I kissed him a little bit. I asked him if he would put a condom on so I could ride his cock. He said, absolutely. So he puts the condom on. I ease onto his cock. And that's when I also realized how hard he had been fucking me from behind because I was sore. Yeah. As I'm inching myself onto this cock, I'm like, holy fuck, I'm I'm sore right now. Well, you were sore that evening still. Oh, man. So <laughs> I'm riding his cock, but I'm going pretty slow with it. And he smiles because he knows exactly what's fucking happening. He smiles up at me and he goes, what? You can't take it anymore? And I was like, oh, bitch. <laughs> yes, I can take it. <laughs> so then, of course, I start doing my booty bounds. I start dirty talking to him. He did something really hot. I had my hair down and he kind of gripped it into a ponytail and was pulling my head back by my hair. Yeah. And then he starts rocking his hips up into me. So it's like we're fucking each other. And when I say that I came ridiculously hard, I squirted everywhere. I squirted all over him. It was all over my legs. I came so hard. And 
almost to the point where I've said this before that I've had orgasms so strong that I kind of see stars for a minute. This was definitely one of those moments. And it was amazing. <laughs> but I definitely tapped out after that. <laughs> So I got off his cock and we talked for a couple of minutes and, you know, it was great. I mean, we just had a nice, friendly conversation. Again, I wasn't going to bring up the lingerie thing or the two hours late thing then. I wanted to talk to him about it later. So we kind of just hung out for a minute, kissed each other a little bit, talked about my ridiculous giggling. <laughs> and I liked how good of a sport he was about that. He didn't make me feel like a total fucking weirdo, even though I am. Yeah, you're a bit of a goober <laughs> when it comes to that. So then I was catching an Uber to go and meet you. And he walked me outside and stayed with me. It was fucking hot out. It was probably at least 110 degrees, if yeah. not hotter that day. So I felt horrible because he's out there in the sun fucking melting, waiting for my Uber. So, you know, sends me off and I go and meet you and our friend for dinner and a drink. And it wasn't until a couple days later that I brought up, you know, the lingerie thing and the being two hours late thing. And, you know, I think the other thing about Leo is he and I have very similar personalities. Right. We very much want to be heard. <laughs> we are both very sensitive people and we don't always express ourselves in a way that is conducive to dealing with a person who is also sensitive. Yeah, look, liberties are taken when you start to develop relationships with people and friendships with people and you start to become very close and familiar. That's, I guess it's just human nature because it just happens automatically, especially in our space. I think all too often people forget. Sometimes I do, I guess. I'm sure I'm, I've been guilty of it. We forget that this is supposed to be sexy and we can sometimes kick ourselves out of that that mindset by saying or doing the wrong thing. And again, I think it goes back to just developing relationships with people and being comfortable as opposed to trying to be impressive to strangers, right? It's like, it's that first impression syndrome. Well, we're friends and we've known each other and we've played a lot. I don't, I don't need to be as impressive as I was well, before. The same thing happens in relationships. I have found myself many times thinking to myself for a play date, I get all sorts of dressed up. I make sure my hair and makeup are perfect for you. It's like, yeah, I'm okay to be in a t-shirt and my glasses and then go fuck you. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. you need to put in the same amount of effort. And the other thing is like, you do take people for granted the more that you're around them. And I think that that's probably what's happened in this dynamic. I think both of us have taken the other person for granted because my spoiled brat side was like, well, you are two hours late. And from his perspective, it's like, well, I drove four and a half hours to see you. Yeah. You've got to look at it from other people's you know vantage point. Yes. We had plans. You let him know that but some things are simply out of your control or in this case out of his control he's driving in la yeah, traffic it wasn't out of his control he could have left earlier uh, 100%. Let, let's call it what it is he probably could have been 45 minutes late instead of two hours late but none of that even matters the point is if you enjoy someone's presence you let go of little shit and yes. I think that's the point I've come to. I very easily could dwell on this whole lingerie thing. And I think if it would have been someone who I didn't have this level of connectedness with, I would have just been like, fuck you. You don't like my lingerie? Cool. You're never going to see it again. Absolutely. But because I care about this person, it is a little bit different. And so... I don't know, this whole thing, this whole dynamic with him, period, and with some of the other people I've been dealing with, 
causes me to see it in a little bit different way and causes me to appreciate the people that I have in my life a little bit more. At the same time, I'm never going to be a doormat because I used to be that way. Oh, like, yeah. Prior, very emotional. Prior to you and I getting together, I would have called myself a doormat and I'm yes. not anymore. And I almost feel sometimes like I've gone too far the other way. So I just need to find balance and appreciate people for who they are and provide a little bit of grace. Yeah. I mean, listen, you're a very emotional person. And when something like that happens, you will take it personally. Even if someone doesn't mean it that way, certainly. And it's a knee jerk. I mean, look, I'm the same way. I will easily take offense to something that someone maybe didn't necessarily mean in a certain way because of how uptight I am about myself personally, right? So it's very easy for that to happen. And yeah, I think a lot of times we need to take a step back and, and look at the situation in totality and really determine whether or not we believe someone's being malicious or just being constructive or just word vomiting. And, you know, you've got to give people a little bit of consideration. Oh, this is 100% a situation where he feels like we're good enough friends that he can say whatever comes to his head. And I'm sorry, I'm not that good of friends with anyone. Words right. matter. They do. And I need him to understand that. And I need other people in my life to understand that. And that's not a boundary that I've set. And I feel good about it. So. Yeah, it's a, it, there's an honesty component to this, right? You want people to be honest with you. But there's a way to do that that's tasteful and tactful that isn't going to hurt someone's feelings and certainly not going to take you out of a particular moment. Yeah. So anyway, know? it was still a super fucking hot session. It was a short session. We were only together for about an hour and a half, which for us is nothing because he and I have spent four hours straight fucking. Yeah, I know. And I <laughs> I was concerned because I didn't want our friend to think that we were not considerate. Obviously, she knew that you had. A I was play on date. time. I was like two minutes early. In yeah, fact, yeah, I just didn't want it to be an issue. Well, I knew what was happened. What could have happened was that you and Leo just got caught up in the moment, and time just got away from you. I would never you. do that. I'm not an asshole. No, I, know I had that. an alarm set and everything. So <laughs> yeah, I just you know it, it's important. Obviously, we want to be considerate to people, but I knew you were having a good time, no doubt about it, because I didn't hear from you at all. You just showed up. Well, and like you said, we fucked after we had dinner with our friend and I was so sore but it was delightful we had some really I mean after I have a Leo encounter you and I fuck like we have never fucked before and I think it's mostly because of my excitement about what has just happened well and it just happened again the gentleman that you just played with you really enjoyed his company and I like him he's a super guy this is a guy who is local and could potentially for you that decision obviously is yours could easily become a regular local play partner and I knew instantly that you had enjoyed enjoyed being with him because of how intense our sex was afterwards. You know, like I said, you putting the pillow under you and that kind of set the tone. It was hot <laughs> and raunchy and sweaty. I mean, you were uh, just wet and uh, we were a mess. You had squirted on the bed. It, I mean, it was all kinds of craziness. <laughs> Don't give away too many details. That's yeah. coming later. We'll it was have good to, stuff. We'll, we'll tell you about that on a future episode. And also, if you guys want to hear more about this experience and some other behind the scenes stuff we have going on that you're not going to hear here on the podcast for a while. We're going to share some big teasers, some big exciting things coming on this week's bonus episode on Patreon. So you have to go to patreon.com slash front porch swingers to hear that. Also, if you want to see the naughty stuff, make sure you find us on OnlyFans. I have some really, really fun stuff that I've been putting up there. Some BJ stuff, some all sorts of cool shit. 
My OnlyFans is OnlyFans.com slash Front Porch Swingers. Brian's is OnlyFans.com slash Buy Hyphen Zaddy. That'll be in the show notes for you guys. Don't forget to check out our upcoming events at members.frontporchswingers.com. And a reminder, we are officially two months out from Podbash 2022. I cannot fucking believe it's so close, but you can still book a room as of right now if you go to podbashevent.com. I don't know how many rooms are left. There's not many. We sold two more yesterday, and as we are recording this, we are 57 days out. Holy There hell. is not a lot of room left, so if you are planning on making a trip to Secrets in Kissimmee to see us and hang out and party and have a great fucking time, do not hesitate. I don't know how much longer there are going to be rooms available. So as mentioned, we've had a lot of slutty experiences lately, and we're going to be sharing those on future episodes. So make sure you are subscribed to us on whichever platform you're listening on so you know when they are coming out. And I think that's what we have. So thank you guys so much for listening. Thanks, everybody.